Welcome to the Foy Jones Show. On this podcast, I'm going to be joined by some of the most inspirational and charismatic figures from the worlds of KBB and Builders Merchanting, alongside some very special guests. 2020 has not been the year anyone expected, but we're now entering our new normal, and whoever you are, whatever you're doing, it's going to be a new game. Marcel Creed, welcome back to the Foy Jones Show. This is my fourth podcast series. This is the sixth episode, and we are going to be talking about the Ajax way. We're going to be talking all things MHK. Marcel Crees, or as they call you in the United States of America, Crazy Marcel. Crazy Marcel. In America. Welcome back to the show. I have loved seeing the build-up posts on LinkedIn. I, I got the first one I logged in this morning. You're in the, you're in the home Ajax kit. Then you're in the way Ajax kit. Then you're drinking your coffee out of the Ajax cup. I have joined you for the benefit of the listeners on audio. I have a Foyne Jones cup. I have a Johan Cruyff Stadium or Johan Cruyff Arena lanyard around my neck. I am yeah. a huge fan of the Ajax way. I'm a huge fan of what you're doing, Marcel. This podcast is going to give us a chance to say thank you for the amazing support you've given us to the redundancy work we're doing. But more importantly, we're going to talk about what your business and your team is doing to help your partners and help your suppliers, okay? So, Marcel, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Just just hours before my holiday, so which means I'm almost relaxed. Do you know what, Marcel? This is, this is the power of your personality and your charisma. I agreed with my team, with Callum and the, the others that are involved in producing this show, that we would have a rigid recording of podcasts. We will record on Wednesdays and Fridays only, okay? Yeah. When you said to me, I can't do Friday because I'm on my holiday, I immediately ripped up the recording schedule, changed what I was doing because I wanted to get this one recorded before you go away. Will, are you going anywhere nice or are you in your garden state in a staycation? Uh, as you know, I, I, I live in, as a Dutch in Germany <laughs> and I love, I love to go back to Holland yeah. and to see my kids, but also um, I love the country. And as you know, there's a lot of uh, coronavirus hotspots in Europe at the moment, yeah. which not only is especially for the business negative, but also in the private thing. So um, I'm, I'm still driving a car with a yellow shoot, which means Dutch. Yeah. So I can drive to Holland as, uh, without any uh, hesitation, which is good. Okay, so you'll be going home. What, what part of Holland will you be going back to, Marcel? What do you think? I've got a feeling it'll be Amsterdam. I've just got in and around that area. I've got a feeling, mate. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my, my youngest son and his uh, Jack, his friend, works with me. And a lot of people on LinkedIn and the listeners have got to know Jack in the in the last few weeks. He's a very talented lad. They're, they're planning a, an 18-year-old's trip to Amsterdam in a few weeks. So uh, yeah. it reminded me, Marcel, and, and, and we will come back to football, but my first trip to Amsterdam was when I was 18 years old and I, I went there we stayed in Amsterdam for two nights and then we traveled to Rotterdam for the uh, England v Holland World Cup qualifying game mm. where, um, when Ronald Koeman pulled back David Platt and we yeah. didn't get a penalty and he scored a free kick and uh, we didn't go to the World Cup that was yeah. my that was my first experience of the of the Netherlands and Amsterdam so, uh, yeah there you go so my son's following in my footsteps I guess but uh Different time, different place. But how, how have things been, Marcel, business-wise? Because you and Paul were brilliant guests during lockdown and we spoke about the, the challenges ahead. But how have you coped and how have you found things recently? So, um, as I said in the last podcast, uh, in, in my opinion, the glass is always half full, not half empty, <clears throat> which means you need to have... You need to find all kinds of opportunities, even in those strange times. Um, and to be honest, for us, uh, not only in England, but also in all other countries, we were very successful. And uh, one of the most important thing is that we give all kinds of services on, uh, on, on spe uh, specific levels to our members, not only best buying terms, but what do you think about bringing in new, new customers or helping them changing the showroom without a uh, high cost or sell out the showroom so they can okay, they can renew make a new start in their uh, in the periods of uh, of uh, 
uh, lockdowns or strange times. And what we try to bring in is that we want to have a mind setting by the members that in, 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 instead to sit at home and um, make your life miserable, more think in, in chances. And what I said in the beginning, it is, um, I, if you look at my CV, if you look at my LinkedIn, you saw one of my first steps in the industry was as a uh, sales manager by a uh, marketing agent for uh, sports marketing. Mm. And I, what, I like, I, what I love to do is always to make an, a kind of example between sports and, and, uh, and the daily business. And one of the things is why I'm sitting here right in front of you by camera because of the corona and why I'm sitting here with you with my tie, black suit and white shirt. And that's because that's our uh, normal standard business, daily business uniform of the MHA company. So it's like football. Everybody is wearing the same shirt. Everybody is wearing the same training suit. So this is one of the things what, uh, what, uh, where you can see what MHK is. Um, is that, that, that identity something you're proud of, though, because I've seen that in your own marketing. I've seen yep. that when when other people are commenting on, you know, can, can you dress smart casual? Can you dress down? What, what does the new business attire look like? You've, you've stayed very much, you know, in that image and that appearance of you know uber professionalism and 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 I, and I applaud that i mean during my corporate world it, it was a world of suits and ties and, yeah. and ballrooms and and you become a tie to it i think the the foy jones brand has been has, has grown to kind of reflect where we are now but there are times marcel when i when i go to many meetings with my clients and partners and i'm dressed exactly the same as your good self um, and i think what i've learned is that we will offer the same level of professionalism as if we're in a Savile Row bespoke suit or if we're in a Foyne Jones polo shirt, but being able to, to create that works for us. But I do look at your levels of professionalism, your service and, and what you're offering. Like, oh, do you know what? Fair play. There's something you often say. It's why wouldn't you want a conversation with us? Why wouldn't you want to be part of what we're doing? During, you know, the... Let's say the, the beginning of the new normal, so the aftermath of lockdown, Marcel. Have you seen a spike in interest? Have more people got in touch with you in the UK, more showrooms, more retailers, more business owners? Yes, absolutely. What I see is that uh, we got a lot of uh, questions. <clears throat> and on the internet, we already make a special pages for question and answers with uh, David Morris, our sales manager, in a in a movie. So what we what we uh, what we saw was that was let's say more or less more interest in in about uh, what can a buying group do for me. Mm. And the thing is, um, every time in this in this podcast we can come back to the to sport or to football. You know, Ajax Amsterdam mm. is is a fantastic football club. But there are a lot of people who are talking negative about Ajax. Why? I don't know. Maybe because they are that successful. And that's exactly what's happening also in the daily business. People who don't understand the, the business of MHK don't, will, don't tell the people, oh, give him a call or maybe it could be interesting. Then they, it's easy for them to say, I don't think it's interested for you. And then other people... Are you still, one, of, one of the biggest takeaways that I took from our recording with yourself and Paul Marcel was when you referred to your group as the dark side. Is yeah. that, um, and, you know, we, and I remember sharing a bit of Yoda and Darth Vader imagery and we had some fun about it. But, but is, that still, is that still resonating in, in the conversations? Is there that perception that it's the unknown and it's scary and it is it is a different way of working i guess now the the funny thing is that people people on the island and no offense about that of course but they they the first question is always yeah where's where where's the the, the catch yeah you know where's the catch here in Europe, everybody say, okay, is it an advantage for me? Is, is it changing my business uh, or can I do my business by the same way I did it always? Or uh, which, which benefits do I have? And in Europe, they try to find the solution 
to work together on a very high and strong uh, uh, positive way. In England, they tried to find the catch, but to be honest, MHK has existed for 40 years. We have 3,500 3, plus members. But what we also have is, 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 is let's say, is on every department in this group, we have specialists, you know? So it's, as I make a post this morning, and one of the, 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 the high entrepreneurs in Holland uh, was telling that people are only can do one or two things very good, and the rest he has to uh, find people who know that business part of the business very well. So in the MHK group, we have people on every level on a high, let's say, high uh, involved or this on the system. Like we have a, a specialist on the buying department, not only a specialist on kitchen, but also appliances, worktops, sinks, steps, because those four or five parts of the kitchen are different. So you can also see that we have uh, people on the uh, internet pages, Magrecom, Infonet, all experts. We have people on our data form. We have, uh, we have people who designed, uh, designed software for kitchen and bathroom. So these are all specialists. My, my quality, my specialism is sales. Don't come with me to, for bookkeeping or something else. I'm, I'm sales. Marcel, isn't that, that, that in a way, being able, and, and I agree with the entrepreneur from Holland, because actually, if you surround yourself with people that can, that can improve areas of yourself and the business, which you can't do, you're a better person. I have an amazing accountant who looks after our accounts. Yet you've just had virtual Callum. You know, Callum, as, as a young man, as a digital content producer, he understands social media. He understands videography. I pretend I'm down with the kids, Marcel, but I can have a conversation, but I don't know the technology side. So having him in my business full time, it, it, it's transformed what we do. And actually, if I'm honest, he never really gets that involved in how we recruit or what we do that end. But the work he's doing is supporting the business so well. And, and by doing that, you know, with Polly, with Jack, and then if I look outside of my business, you know, actually everyone within the business adds value and they're brought in because they, they, they create that perfect team. But outside my business, I think that the partnership I have with Mrs. Jones has been going since she was 18 and I was 20 and that, you know, love's done dream becomes a roller coaster and you, 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 you're coming out of it sort of 25 years later and you're thinking, wow, her strengths outweigh mine on everything, probably, other than, you know, what I do for a living. And, and if you allow that to happen and you're not arrogant or egocentric enough to not let people in, you do become so much more powerful. And, and if you've got specialists like you have, I was listening to, to Jurgen Klopp, Marcel, and he's got a throwing coach. He's got a set pieces coach. He's obviously, he's got the fitness and the tactics, everything like that. But, but they analyze every part of what they do, from diet to, to athleticism to set pieces, and it makes the team better. So I guess that's what that's what MHK offer. And my name, Marcel, she used to say something to me, and I've got it on on my board out there. It's on my website. My 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 name, my name Nanny Soli. She said that Peter, when people stop talking about you. That's when you need to worry because you're not yeah. doing you're doing nothing at all. So I think if you've got people talking good, talking bad, talking jealous, but making comment, you're getting noticed, Marcel. So don't let that stop you, mate. Keep doing what you do. Do do you know what the funny part is? Um, the funny part is when when you start your business as an as an independent entrepreneur, let's say in the kitchen industry. The reason why you want to be an independent entrepreneur is because you want to make your own decisions, you want to have your freedom, but also, and that's what I think, you want to make money. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe you want to make money on an easy way. So when, when as, as you know, I'm 30 years now already in the buying groups. So what I don't understand is when you are an independent entrepreneur, why don't you invest five or 10 minutes or an hour of your time and maybe, maybe there is something which can bring in your business, which could bring you, let's say, an easy way of, of administration, better, maybe, maybe better buying terms or 
maybe extra customers. If you saw my post last week, we're working very closely with a company who bring in extra leads to our customers. And the average on that test was 1.64 kitchens a week. Uh, sorry, a month. Um, uh, sorry. So that was nearly 20 extra kitchens a year. So when you sell an extra kitchen for 15,000 pounds, 20 times, it's 300,000 more turnover with an average margin of, let's say, 30%. You have a lot of extra money in your pocket. So you don't have to do anything for that. But what, 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 what business owner, what showroom owner, you know, what independent entrepreneur wouldn't want that access to those leads? Because if you've got, if you've got your lead generation and your business development is giving you that opportunity to actually not just think about it, but actually design, sell, install and project manage, you know, 20 extra kitchens a year. I struggle to see why that wouldn't be appealing. But again, you know, I look at this from the outside looking in and, and, and I do get the different views and the different feedbacks. And, and you are dealing with, with, with so many different individuals, you know, the, the buying group itself, you're 3,500 members. Uh, let me yep. say, that's 3,500 different customers with different personalities, different habits, different, different ways of working, different thought processes. So being able to manage that, communicate that, and, and I guess be part of that community would appeal to some. It really would appeal to some. And it, it brings these challenges to you, Marcel. A massive thanks to our friends at Cooker UK, our headline sponsor of the series. Foyne Jones, in partnership with Cooker UK, are offering specialist redundancy support to those that have been affected by the recent crisis. We will be offering free of charge CV and social media makeovers, webinars focusing on content for social media and personal branding, a weekly video showcase of talented job seekers, some employer-led workshops to discuss live vacancies in your area, as well as, of course, our ongoing telephone, email and social media support. To sign up to our redundancy support package, get in touch at letstalk.foynejones.com. Stay safe, keep healthy and be positive. So, so what are you doing now that, that, that was different before coronavirus to help your, help your members? Uh, first of all, we, we use the uh, Microsoft Teams a lot. Second of all, we send a lot of extra information in the market. And we want to show the members that we are really, or the members, not only the members, who want to show the, the independent retailers in, in England that we're really, really dedicated to the UK market. And that was one of the parts where we said to you, we want to sponsor the, the help of, the, of people. It's quite easy to come in a market and say, I spent uh, thousands of euros for marketing, but that's not the way we do it. We want to, to show people that we are really, uh, but also really dedicated to the market. We have two uh, people on the road we are, which are real English guys, know the market very well, over 40 years in the business. We have English suppliers. We work with, uh, with an English kitchen supplier. We work with English appliance suppliers. We work very strongly with with people who know and understand the business. That's why I'm always happy to talk with you. You know because you know you know so many people. I spoke even even I speak I spoke with a lot of people like uh, Cooker, the guy from Cooker, who is not a supplier of me, but I love to speak with him because he he, he makes so much uh, noise in the market. Mm. So that's that's bring us to a situation that people has more awareness about MHK. And the thing is that I can make a lot of advertising for MHK, but, but when, when already existed members talk with other people, then the ball is going on, the ball, the, the, the game is going on, the ball is rolling. Well, as you know, Marcel, um, during, we spoke about this in the podcast, during, during uh, one of our walks with our dog, we were up in the, in the Sussex countryside, up in the Sussex Downs, and I, yeah. and I met the son of a, a very, very well-known showroom in, in Lewis, Dougal, and his dad, Alistair. Uh, they've got a beautiful showroom, you know, five minutes walk from here. And we were right at the top of the mountain, and um, one of the things, and we were talking about how his business and lockdown and everything, and our wives were talking there, and his kids were playing with a dog, and... And then we got onto the podcast. He's been a guest a couple of times. And then we got onto 
Crazy Marcel, as I'm now yeah. to call you. You know, I, I, yeah, that, that one. Never gonna lose that today. But he was talking about, you know, how the kind of the conversations he had with you turned almost reversed, and he was like, "Well, we could do something." Um, you know, and he was t- he told me about the approach you've got and the the time you had to learn about what they were doing, and, and I think that's the power of conversations. That's the power of social media. But for you as MHK to to have a UK team with the experience they've got, and I know Paul. I don't know that it's David, isn't it? I don't I don't know him as well as I know Paul, but I know Paul very well. Um, to have the UK team that are working with UK businesses and UK suppliers. That because we are an island and because we do have that mentality, there might be a tunnel, there might be that, but when we had to vote, we voted out, and that I, I don't think you ever change it. I think you've got to you've got to embrace that and, and work with us as a population. But the borders, you know, while, whilst now they're more challenging, it's I could I could meet you in Amsterdam probably quicker than I could meet you in Manchester, Marcel. You know, from, from this desk, I think I can meet you in Amsterdam quicker than I can meet you in, Mar- in there. So so we don't have to be that far away from each other. And I want to go back to, to the point you made there about sponsoring and becoming involved in what we're doing as a business. Because actually, um, at a time we're in now, from, from my perspective, owning a recruitment company, we are in a crisis. We're, we're in an employment crisis through no fault of their own. There are thousands of talented individuals within the KBB and associated sectors, so merchanting, retail, you know, distribution, from, from business owner to designer to showroom manager to installer, delivery driver, fitter, trade counter, salesperson. You name a position, someone has been affected from the leadership to, to the entry level. And there isn't enough vacancies or new positions being created at the moment to fill these gaps. So we're in danger of, of losing some amazing people from the industry forever. So I'm going to say this publicly, Martel, what you've done with MHK by standing up and being counted is enabling me and my team to make more of a difference. So we are talking to people on a daily basis and whilst we can't offer everyone a pathway to apply for a position, we are helping them build their confidence. Because I'm telling you, Marcel, if you spend an hour working with me, whether that's one-to-one, whether that's in a group webinar, or on a Teams, on a Zoom, on a call like this, you will leave that hour more positive about yourself and more positive about your career and your job search than you've been coming into it. So we are doing webinars. We are doing employability workshops. I'm using what I've picked up over the years, and, I've, and I'm including some of your ideas myself, and I'm, I'm doing, through August, over three parts, I'm doing a um, develop your presence on LinkedIn w- webinar. So part, part one will be build, building an audience. Part two will be engaging with them. And part three is the art of storytelling. And every component uses... Uh, uses updates by word, updates by infographic, by picture and video. And I've got individuals who are already experiencing this, Marcel. They're putting their first videos out. They're on my video showcase. They're they're feeling confident about identifying employers they can add value to and approaching them directly with a plan or a suggestion on what they can offer the company. So trying to encourage people to take control of their own destiny is brilliant. So your financial support, Marcel, is helping us perform CV makeovers. Young Jack has now got a nickname of the Gokwan of CV makeovers. So Gokwan can make me dress better. He can make me look better. Jack can give your CVV the wow factor, which you need in a pile of applications now. So we're, we're doing health checks on LinkedIn profiles. We're inviting people to join our webinars, our redundancy sport, our, our video showcases. But now I'm really proud, and we announced it earlier this week. I know you shared it. We are running our first two completely free of charge mental health workshops where we're going to help job seekers, and it's being delivered by Stress Matters. They're professionals, and you know they, they're, they're qualified to do this. They are going to be running workshops which are going to help individuals build resilience to help rebuild their career. So it's coping strategies. It's understanding what your pressure points are. That's powerful. You've made that happen, Marcel, so thank you. 
You're welcome. To, to, sometimes, you know, I'm, uh, I always said that uh, I'm Dutch and, and Dutch people are polite, but also direct. <clears throat> and if you, if you go back to your first question, why shouldn't you be, be a member of the group? This is exactly an, an example which I don't understand. Eh? It's, it's, let's say, maybe it's not the easiest way, but it's, it, it's, not, it's easier to spend some money to um, send people to furlough. Eh? That's for a business, you save directly one salary. Yeah? But if you go back to what the business model is from MHK, that's something you have to think about it, is why shouldn't you give us five minutes or 10 minutes or an hour of your time? Uh, we can go to your showroom, we can go to your sales. So what I said already in the past and which is which is 100,000% uh, profitable is that if you only had 1% better buying terms, only 1%, your, your, your profit goes up with 8.52%, which means you make more money out of the same sales, even when you sell uh, five, uh, tw 24 kitchens a year, and you still sell 24 kitchens a year, your, your profit goes up with 8.52%. So if you use our lead system and you can sell 20 kitchens a year more with more profit, with, with the same average of investment, you don't have to send people on furlough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I think that furlough for many businesses you know was not I'll be careful what i say here but, but i won't be that careful it's it's been abused by by some businesses it's not been used correctly by others i think the if we go back to i mean you mentioned stephen johnson a kooka stephen stephen was very passionate about this that furlough is a job retention scheme so if you are using that to delay the inevitable and the market is changing its shape. So, you know, you, you may be faced with the reality that you can't have as many heads in your business or as much cost in your business as you had before. And you've got to adjust. There's no, you know, let's, let's look at a Premier League football team that, that gets relegated. Yes, you, you've got your, you've got some investment there for a while, but you can't carry, you know, 10 players on £100,000 a week if you're if you're not in the top flight. So, so you, I understand fur, uh, furlough very well, and, and I've embraced it positively here. Um, and my intention is that after the crisis, to have exactly the same many businesses, people in my business I have before the crisis, the challenge I have, Marcel, is actually being able right now to find enough companies and businesses to work with me in terms of recruitment. And what I would say, the success rate we have at Foy Jones on the live projects is absolutely phenomenal. We're executing them all. You know, we've had two more positions accepted this week. We've got a brilliant young lady going to a manager's position and we've got a kitchen designer going into a business in Surrey. You know, so we are recruiting again. And I'm proud to say that because it's been a it's been a journey to get back to this stage. But but I want employers listening to this to to think about their talent attraction and recruitment, Marcel, in a different way, all right? So I'm talking about the future. So I want to combine what you perceive as traditional recruitment with attraction, advertising, PR, marketing, and giving something back to those who are not as fortunate. That's the packages I'm putting together now. We've been very creative over the pricing models. They can be structured over 12 months, six months, three months. We've been innovative in terms of the price points, depending on what services people want. And what we can offer is that level, like yourself with your, your 30, 30 years and your, and your expertise in your team, I've got the experts. So if you're under pressure fighting this part of your business, all right, and you know how painful this can be, recruitment, and... Give me that pain. Give my company that pain. We'll work with you. And we'll also give you access to some of the most talented people that are proactively looking for work and some of the ones that maybe not as proactively looking for work but, but would be on the right opportunity. So that's what we're doing, Marcel. And I'm going to keep you very involved in the redundancy support because your energy and your passion, I want to get you 
in a Teams meeting or a webinar with with job seekers talking about social media or talking about even talking about what MHK do and how your business works. Because I think education, understanding, I believe some of the people that have sadly lost their jobs through no fault of their own could actually be what me and you would describe as the entrepreneurs of the future. They may use this opportunity to do something amazing for themselves. And if you've got people thinking that way, they need support from groups like you. So would you be up for that, Marcel? Absolutely. I'm 100% with you. 100%. So that means I, I also want to say, and, you know, um, I'm, I'm working in uh, in total of eight countries. So which means that my time is very limited. But still, I want to invest a lot of time in this uh, particular part of, uh, of job seeking. And you know why? Exactly what you said, because the young stars, the, these are, this is the future. So let's say the older guys always said, I, we, did it all, all, we did it always this way. You know, it's, it's something I heard a thousand times a, a, a year. This is what we did already. This is what how we work already for years. Yeah, but I said maybe we have to change a little bit. Not 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 180 degrees, but some tick to the left, some tick to the right. And then you know, oh, it's it's like it's like soccer. On every position in the football team, there's a specialist. Every position, you have the goalkeeper. What position you did you play, Marcel? Crazy Marcel, was you a, was you a centre midfielder? Where did you? No, I was. I, I, to be honest, I was hockey player. I was a hockey player. Okay. Yeah, and, and I made the do I made the goals. You made the goals. Okay. Yeah, so, but I, I, I only, yeah, I, I only could make the goals. First of all, when I prepare myself hundred percent, I must be fit. I must be quick, and I need, I need to, uh, to, to find the technique. But without, without my team players who give me the ball, I never ever could, could score. And that's what one part of it. The second part is that if you don't wear the same colors, yeah. they don't find you. And that's why that's why it is always good to, to work in a team, team effort. And the team effort could be local, but also could be international. I, I give I, I always love to work in, in, in examples. Eh? If if you as a player don't bring team effort. What do you think the trainer is doing? He's taking you out, try to find another player. First of all, maybe on that position or when the game is turning around, he find, he, he, he takes out a midfielder and bring in a defender or bring in an, uh, one who makes more goals. That's, that's the part of the game. So in this business, why are you always so so? Is that the right pronounce? Why are you always stuck to what's happened or what you know? You know, mm. if if there's a supplier who can't fulfill your wishes at the moment because there's no stock, change that supplier and find a supplier who brings in the the, the appliances on time or the kitchen on time or the work on time. I think, I think there is a but all humans, and this could be across your eight countries, it could be across the globe. I think we have a we have a natural resistance to what I call change, you know, and and we've always done it this way. I get I get that, but actually yeah. daring to be different, doing something new and challenging. Yeah, you know, I I do this regularly. At the moment, I'm I'm work, looking very closely at all of our SAS software as a solution suppliers, so yeah. our CRM our video technology, our job boards, our integration. So we've got them and we invest heavily heavily in these services and our IT support because it keeps everything working. So what I'm doing in August, I've picked two of them and I'm going to get very, very hands-on. And this is what I like about good suppliers, Marcel. So we've got a really good relationship manager for, for, for Bullhorn Reach, Bullhorn Technology, which is – it's a world-leading recruitment software. You'll go to one of five, and it's probably in the top three. And it's a very, very, very good software. I would say if I was scoring our use of Bullhorn, I would score my business about three out of ten. All right? That's not Bullhorn's fault necessarily. Mm -hmm. That's more our fault. So rather than just accept people saying, oh, we don't know how it works or whatever, I've been talking to them saying, look, I'm not necessarily saying this is your fault, but 
it's probably my fault, but I don't feel we're getting the value we should. So I want to talk to you about it. Um, we bounced it around. And I said to the relationship manager, and this is why I want to mention him. I said that I can't really do anything during the day. I'm so busy. Can you give me some time in the evening? Pick an evening. Right. So we spoke on Tuesday night from about six o'clock till eight o'clock. And in that two hours, I left that video call energized, passionate. And I put a post out about it. I put a post out saying, like, I'm now going to project manage this for a month and I'm going to make us best in class because it opened yeah. my eyes. So by that individual, Marcel, doing something, because part of our team, but making himself available at a time which really worked for me, I'm going to pay that back a hundred times over. And, and I think that's the... That is the teamwork you're looking for. It's where someone in the team will roll their sleeves up. You know, it's it's appreciated. My son was a goalkeeper in a hockey team. He was very good at cricket, rugby and football, but he was the goalkeeper. So he used to wear all the kit and didn't do a lot for a lot of the games. Uh, but then when you need him to save a penalty or come charging out, that small contribution is as good as what everyone else is doing. And that, I think, is where... Your group, and I don't work for your group, you're not paying me to say this, but that's no, no, no. where I believe from buying power, you know, the, the consistency of in payment terms, the, the, the access to expertise and support, to not have the conversation or listen to what it's about, you are missing a trick. You may have the conversation and say, No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick, it's not for me, but to not want to in the world as we are now, I genuinely think that the individuals I speak to would have nothing to lose. And knowing you as I do, Marcel, and your team, I would be very comfortable in making introductions and suggesting that, you know, this is someone you could talk to. Yeah, it, you know, you you have nothing to lose. Yeah. And and power and, and knowledge is power, you know. If you if you know something from first hand, in this case from MHK. Why shouldn't you listen and make then your decision instead to talk to others who don't understand anything about MHK or in the, what you said in the beginning, maybe, maybe they, they find it a very dangerous situation for themselves. So they never give you 100% clear uh, uh, view about the possibilities of a buying group. And if you look at my LinkedIn, I always said I'm dedicated to the, to the, the kitchen market. I, I love to help people. Of course, at the end, when you make a sale together, you make profit. But the investment I have to make before I make profit is huge because at, we only get paid if you make turnover with the suppliers we have under contract. So that means that if you if you if you don't want to work with us, it's up to you. But but at the end, you have really, and that's something I can say from the bottom of my heart, you have nothing to lose. We don't change your business. We don't change your portfolio if you don't want. We don't say uh, you have to sell this or that or such or so. You don't have to work with the Karat system. It's free of choice. You know, it's an in the, you're still independent. The only big benefit for you as an independent is that, first of all, you have your payment terms on 30 days. You have an unlimited credibility on your lines for buying the product, so you don't have to pay in advance. You can you can still decide if you want if you talk or uh, free with your sales reps. So you you your your um, how do you say that your your supplier your internal supplier for the services is the same. The only thing is that on your invoice there's a GP number and that GP number is willing for the supplier that he knows that you are an MHK member and then you get every every benefit. So even if you ask for leads, even if you ask. For, for help, it's free of charge, you know, it's free of charge because at the end, the supplier pays us. And then it's, it's for me, it's an absolutely no-brainer. When I Marcel, I think, I think you, you, you've yet again, you've encapsulated why you're so passionate about the buying groups and why you're so passionate about kitchens. We, we've done, you know, what a great start to this podcast because we've, we've spoke about you as a young hockey player. We've learned that you're known as Crazy Marcel in the United States of America. You've got Ajax Sport and Football into every conversation, every part of the conversation, which I love because I, 
I do that myself with my team, Fulham. Um, so, so again, what 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 we'll do now is we're going to to move and we'll split the podcast now. So, Marcel, yeah. thank you so much for joining me. You've been a great guest on the podcast. We're going to move on to a very very special section. Let's take a minute to thank those that make it possible for us to host this fantastic podcast and to continue offering groundbreaking support for anyone facing difficulties in the current job market. MHK Holding UK Limited. Thanks to the sponsorship we've received from MHK, we can continue to offer support to those that need it completely free of charge. This support includes CV and social media makeovers, personal branding and social media content webinars, employer-led workshops to discuss live vacancies in your area and our ongoing support with consultants via telephone, email and social media too. To find out more, get in touch at letstalkatfoynjones.com and one of our team will get back to you. Enjoy the rest of the show, stay safe, keep healthy and be positive. So, Marcel, you are now going to take part in the famous Foyne Jones penalty shootout. You've got your Ajax training kit on, the Ajax stadium, the Ajax shirts behind you. I want you to imagine you're in this man's arena. You're in the Johan Cruyff arena. And I'm going to ask you five quick-fire Ajax-related questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right or wrong, but I'm just going to decide whether you've scored them or not with the answers, okay? So... We're going to go with a couple of with a few, couple of easy ones. So, penalty number one, Marcel. Who is your favourite all-time player? My favourite all-time player is Simon Tahamata. Simon Tahamata. Why is he your favourite player? Because he was the one who brings in the flair and extras on the right flank in uh, in the Ajax uh, uh, team. So when you see his technique. When you saw, he was very he was very small, but when you saw his technique, he was one of my favourites because he so always he brings in, in the famous four three three. He was on the he was on the three on the right. He's on the right attacking right. Yeah, yeah. And okay. if, uh, I, I think you were you were you were thinking he will say Johan Cruyff, but everybody no, said Johan Cruyff. No, it's, it's interesting that because when when people when people ask me about you know my my favourite all time Fulham player they. You know, you, people would say, you'd say Johnny Haynes, George Best, yeah. whatever. I look at players that I've watched and, and, I, and I break it down. You know, Paul Parker, who I had as a guest on my podcast, was, yeah. you know, was, was an amazing player as I grew up watching this little fella, you know, playing in the, in the big leagues. Then as we got better, um, Simon Morgan, who I had the pleasure of coaching for and working with at Fulham, was our leader in the lower leagues and he was Mr. Fulham, you know, and he, he captivated a generation of fans in empty stadiums by his kind of bulldog spirit. As we started to get better, um, Louis Saha would probably be, you know, the player that, that I would say was unplayable. And I just, he was a, just a pleasure to watch in the John Tagana team. And, and, and he went on to Manchester United and great friends. So, and then right now, you know, it would be, Alexander Mitrovic for the goals he scored, but young Ryan Sessignon, you know, to, to be at Fulham from the age of five years old and break into the team and sadly go to Tottenham and see his career stalled. You've got players that, that resonate with you, but gun at my head, all-time favourite Fulham player, Louis Saha for me. And no one would expect that because he was only there for about three years, but it was just like, I guess, with, with your man there, Simone Monitor, it was something he did that just, just was so amazing. And, and I go back to that all the time. Greatest moment as an Ajax fan? My greatest moment was the, the moment they won the European Champions uh, uh, Cup. And uh, I was uh, live with it. It was fantastic. It was what, what, a team, for, what a team that was. Unbelievable. And you know, and you know what the funny thing is? It's not, it's not the goal Clifford makes eh, with, 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 on that. But it was more or less in the stadium. It was the atmosphere. But it was also one of the first time people people take my money. You know why? Because why I was there with some some friends and I was preparing to give them all an ice cream. And that was in the times there was no euros. It was lire. You know. Yeah. So there was still. <laughs> I think it was the the most expensive ice cream I ever paid. I know. <laughs> because. 
but for that moment, you play it again and again, wouldn't you? It, it would work like it. So, so, yeah. so, you know, one of the things I, 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 that I think unites all Fulham fans, all football fans, okay, not football. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that unites all football fans is we have a greatest player, we or we have a favourite player, we have a greatest moment, and then we have that that moment of sadness and that moment of pain and that moment of despair, and that's I just the reality, right? Unless you are a very lucky fan of Barcelona or Madrid or, you know, at one of the Milans, most football fans' world is of false hope and disappointment. And it's the hope that hurts the most. What would you say has been the, the last time Ajax made you cry? Or really, what's the saddest moment? The last second goal last year that they don't reach the final. Yeah. You know, I'm, and I'm, I'm a man, so you don't have to... Ever people said, ah, you are a man, you're strong, you do this, you did, but I, I, I was crying. I was really crying. And, That's suffering. You know what? Like, that something happened to Tottenham Hotspur in that second half that, that you can't describe, and that's what football can do. Um, you know, I remember the Ajax fans, they, they, it was always look on the bright side of life, and it was, and, and the team on that run. They performed so well, those young players. The give and go in the movement, they were a joy to watch. It was an example of the Ajax way. And and I guess that's kind of what my well, – I mean, that sums it up the most. So we've got your favourite player. We've got your greatest moment. We've got the, the moment of despair. Marcel, to the uneducated, and this is penalty number four, to the uneducated, how would you describe the Ajax way? Ajax way is flair, a little bit arrogance, <clears throat> and they want to play real football. So they want to make, they want to, to, to entertain the public. This is exactly what it is. So it's not, not a team who's, who's hanging for the goal waiting, so, and waiting for an extra three minutes so they can go out. Now, Ajax, you, as an, as a, if you are a player of Ajax, you have to, you have to, the real football blood in your in your body. One of the greatest books I've read is by this gentleman, Johan Cruyff, yeah. and yeah. biography or autobiography. It has the greatest name. My turn. It's absolutely. You know, I just, I just picked it up and I went, wow. You know, yeah. that turn. I mean, we all did it as a kid in a playground. You see it happen now, and it is a Cruyff turn. And to, to just come up with that as an autobiography, which is also a really good read as well, that was something really special. So my last question is a question that 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 is it's not football related as such, but it's something that I see happen to my team. So I at Wembley Stadium when we got promoted to the Premier League in 2018, there is a clip of me on YouTube on Fulham Fan TV when I'm trying to team Ryan Sessignon, he's one of our own, and I'm too emotional to, to, to. I break down in tears because it's just it's just a special special football moment for me. A year later, Fulham got relegated, and Ryan Sessegnon moved to Tottenham, and we had to sit there and watch him go. All right, yeah. it was the right move. You know, you can't. Pochettino was the manager. It was the right move. Get it? How do you feel when Ajax is the is it's the conveyor belt to to other bigger clubs in Europe? When you see your 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 that that young team that was playing so well, when you see them broken up and go, how do you deal with that and, and move move on? Because it's tough, isn't it? It's it's very tough, and um, the, the toughest thing is in the time of Ajax with Johan Cruyff, there was there was some money involved. You know, there was some money involved, but in this time, there's so much money involved that that there is even for the young guys they have to prepare for the real world so if, if you if you mention my worst moment by ajax amsterdam it was it was against tottenham Hotspur. so it's also a, a, a very hard lesson for those guys that there that there are 90 minutes to play you're never there only been at the end of it but at the other way i'm very proud on the ajax team that that, that they come that far and still are very good. But if you look at the new team for the new season, 
season, you will see that they also take experience in the team. I, so, I, had, I had a Premier League, an ex-Premier League referee, Keith Hackett, on my podcast um, on Series 3. Uh, and we asked him about, you know, experiences across the world. And he's ref Maradona, he's ref George Best, he's ref FA Cup semi-finals, sorry. Yeah, he was the ref. Do you remember the goal Tottenham Hotspur score when Ricky yeah. Villier went on that run? Well, he, he was going to blow up, uh, but he let Ricky Villier play on and score one of the greatest goals in the history of football. But I asked Keith about, you know, Ajax and, you know, and that. And he said that he was ref in a tournament in Thailand. And uh, it was a pre-season tournament. And he said Ajax took their first team, their reserve team and their entire academy to that tournament. Because they wanted every single play, member of playing staff to experience what that was like, the preparation, the diet, the, the training. That's something which I think the, the, the football world has learned because that, that pathway or that academy creating the best, I want to replicate that in my business myself. I want the, the, the people that join my business to become better people. And, and it's part of the IX way. And I guess the... There's a sad part of that is sometimes they get so good that they spread their wings and they fly away, don't they? Yeah, but uh, that's how it is, you know. And to come back on that, exactly on that uh, example, here by MHK, we have so many young people who are uh, invited by us to come here for the last six or 12 months of their study or, or the school. Yeah. Come in, see how it works, what we can do. And you know what the most the most interesting part is if 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 I uh, if in this company there's one young guy, he is so talentful for sales, you know, and then it might be a young Peter Jones myself. <laughs> yeah, it is, but but I saw him sitting by by the administration department, you know, mm. and that, and and I took him with me on the KBB fair, and and I saw his his drive. To speak with people, to sell things, and I'm I'm hundred percent sure in the next future you will see him as as one of the MHK sales managers, hundred percent sure. And and this is what I love the most. I'm I'm almost sixty years now, so I, I what I try to do is I, I will help not only kitchen independent retailers but also young young people who are starting up the business, but also want to be involved in this uh, in this business and. That's like Ajax. That's exactly the Ajax way. We find talent. We train the talent. We take them out of the, let's say, the security system and bring them in into the field. And then let's see what's happened. If they success, they're great. If they only want to need help or complaining, want to go home at five o'clock because the food is there, mother is calling, then forget it. Those who want to learn, those who want to, to make the difference between success and, let's say, high, highly successful, that's, for me, the one where I invest a lot, a lot of time. Work hard, play hard, develop the talent, be the best you can be. Flair, arrogance, playing real football, that's the Ajax way. Crazy Marcel, that's the end of the penalty shootout. Thank you so much. So, Marcel, we're going to round the football section up. Very simple. Fulham are 2-0 up, all right? Yep. We are playing Cardiff tonight at the Cottage. Sadly, we won't be able to watch, but we're, we're, we're 90 minutes away from going back to Wembley. And if we do get there, we face our very local rivals, Brentford, in the, uh, in the final. Yeah. Brentford looked very good. They were warm last yep. night. They, um, they were 1-0 down, but they turned it round and they, and they deserve to be in the final. Um, we're two goals up, so you know the, the betting, the odds are suggesting that we should get to the final. What are, yeah. do you think, Marcel? That we'll be recording a podcast next year, and Fulham will be back in the Premier League. What's your thoughts? I know you've been watching us from a distance. I, I'm no, no, no. I, to be honest, the last month when I met you, and let's say we have more or less contact, I was following Fulham, and there was a lot of ex Ajax players were involved in Fulham. <clears throat> But this is exactly the, the and, and again, we come back to the first sentence you said in this podcast. You know, 
the Fulham won 2 to 0 yeah and instead that the other team was focusing on themselves so where was the mistake what have we done wrong where can we where can we uh, improve ourselves no they complained because the players of of Fulham were were partying the 2 yeah. 2 0 victory so they 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 weren't focused on themselves we did everything wrong, but still we lose. No, you lose because one, two, three, four, five points. And of course, when you win the first first match with two to zero, sometimes it's nice to to let uh, to let the, the 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 tension out of your body. But and what you said tonight, it's tonight's the night. Still ninety minutes. I'm nervous, Marcel. I'm nervous. I'm the, the other problem I have is, is I, I we very rarely beat Brentford, and it does like we played them in the. We it was nil nil in the 89th minute. Yeah. They were probably the better team, but we lost two 0 I could take yeah. you on a journey of disappointment of Fulham Brentford game, yeah. and it's always like they've won the World Cup every time they beat us. The fans, it's it's such a big game for them. Um, Fulham fans look at it slightly different because we're we're closer to QPR and Chelsea in terms of distance. Um, but I grew up watching Fulham and Brentford, and, and they 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 more often than not got the upper hand. I would love to beat them at Wembley, Marcel. So that's what I ended. Do you think we'll do it? You 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 know what? That's what I want to say. Eh? In my team, not in the not in 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 the working team, but in my in my hockey team. I was always preparing myself 100% to the op to the opponent, you know, to the other ones. I know exactly how the how my defender was playing. I know exactly if he was strong on the right or on the left side, you know. And I had a colleague in the team who also was very very good, but he couldn't uh, work with the stress, you know. Yeah. So. I was happy to, to to play games where where it was the final, or I was happy when when I play games where where we didn't had we didn't could lose because otherwise we lose points or we lose you know what. So I was highly highly motivated on those times. Even now in my daily business, the most uh, difficult conversations give me the highest satisfactions. But my colleague was always starting to be nervous and make at that point make a lot of mistakes i think when on that point there was a healthy uh, uh, there was someone who could, could uh, met, uh, met, help him with his mentality in his mind you know again an extra and specialist then he was by far by far the best player Scott, in, uh, in was very big on the football psychology it helped him as a player and he was a great player he was a warrior and you know, Fulham had a terrible this season in the Premier League, and we, we we've had we've had some disappointments. You know, the first two games after lockdown, we we got beaten by Brentford, who were third, and we got battered by Leeds, who were second. We haven't lost since then, you know. So 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 we we've given ourselves a real chance, Marcel. I'm hoping that next season, we me and you will do two things, Marcel. Yeah. You'll, you'll be in the UK, and you'll come to find Jones Towers in Sussex. But on that trip. We will, if God allowing, we can get back to Craven Cottage. You'll be my guest at Fulham Football Club. Absolutely. And I hope that will be in the Premier League. But I'm going to put you on the spot on air, Marcel. Thank you. My podcast is going to get bigger and better. And I think we're going to keep working together with redundancy support and your group and your members. And I've got some ideas I want to talk to you about when we're off air. They've, they've come to us, we're talking. But how do you feel about the Foyn Jones podcast experience coming live and direct from you in Germany. Yeah, that will be fantastic. I invite you. You yeah. come to so, I, I just think we can bring the video, we can bring the whole thing to life. But yeah. we'll, 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 there's no yeah. rush, but I'm going to hold you to that if you hold me yeah. to the, uh, being my guest at Fulham Football Club. Fantastic. But, but when you come over, when you come over, I show you the way... Let's say how it is to live as a Dutch in Germany. <laughs> I, look for, I look forward to that myself. Listen, you've been a brilliant, brilliant guest. Is there a final message you want to say to the listeners on iTunes and Spotify? Over to yeah. you, Crazy Marcel. So the final message is give MHK England only 15 minutes of your time and we will show you 
that there are a lot of benefits for you in, in your business, in your daily business, and nothing changed. So you're still independent. You still can work with your suppliers. You have the same contacts, but give us 15 minutes and we will show you that it saves you a lot of money and gives you an extra, a lot of extra benefits. Thank you very much. Marcel, you have been an absolute pleasure to have on this podcast. I hope you have a fantastic and well-deserved holiday. I'm Peter Jones. This is series four of the Foy Jones Show. It's a new game. What an episode with Marcel Cruz from the MHK Group. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive. Boys and girls, I'll see you in your next episode. Thank you, Marcel. Bye-bye. Thanks. So there you go. That's the end of the podcast. We are Foy Jones. This is the fourth series of the Foy Jones Show. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because it's a new game.